Kiim Zeh, Komash Kasu Bazet. This one, the dead person in this body, which is Yosef, he, can, he fulfilled everything that it says inside of the second box, which was filled with the Luchos, with the Ten Commandments. The Gemara asks, if Moshe Rabbeinu had not dealt with it, would the Jewish people not have dealt with it? We find that they did. It refers to the bones of Yosef that were brought up by the people of Israel from Egypt. They were buried in Shechem. Additionally, if, if the people of Israel had not dealt with them, would not his own children, the, the tribe of Yosef, would they not have dealt with it? The verse says, It was the place of Shechem belonged to the people of Yosef, to the children of Yosef. It became their inheritance. So certainly, if it was buried in their place, so wouldn't it have been buried by his own offspring? So the Gemara answers, Amru so they said, meaning his great-great-grandchildren said, it's much greater honor for our great-grandfather Yosef for more people to be burying him. Much greater than if only a few people would bury him. Originally, when Yosef's bones were being brought out of Egypt, they said it's a much greater honor for him if Moshe Rabbeinu does it because he's a great god, he's a great person, rather than if someone who's not so great does it. Kavru b'shechem. So where was he buried? He was buried in Shechem. Ma'ishna b'shechem. Why was it specifically in Shechem? Amar b'chamer b'chanina. Rabbi Chama b'chanina says, "Mishchem ganvuhu." He was originally sold into slavery in Shechem. Ulishchem nachzir avidasoi. So he needs to be returned to that place where he was stolen, so to speak. Now the Gemara asks, "Kashu kroyahadodi." We have a contradiction between two verses. Ksiv it says, "Va'yikach Moshe's atzmos Yosef imoy." It says that Moshe Rabbeinu was the one who took. The bones of Yosef with him. The verse says in Yehoshua, the, the refers to the bones of Yosef that the people of Israel took out. So which way was it? Was it Moshe or was it them? says, Whoever does something and doesn't complete it, and someone else comes along and completes it. So the verse considers it as if the person who completed it had started it as well. So that's why the verse says that the people of Israel took him out, even though Moshe Rabbeinu had been the one. Nevertheless, since they were the ones who completed the action, they placed him, they buried him in the proper place, therefore it was considered that they took him out. Rebbe Lazar says, if someone, let's say, starts something and doesn't complete it, and it wasn't an onus, it, wasn't, it was his own fault that he didn't complete it, not like Moshe Rabbeinu, so we're going to see in the Pasuk, it's going to show us that he gets he loses his greatness, as the verse says, it was at that time, Yehuda Yehuda went down. He lost his greatness. Yehuda, he had started the job of trying to save Yosef, but he didn't complete the job of saving Yosef because he ended up being sold. So Yo, so Yehuda, he lost his greatness. That someone who starts something and doesn't complete it, he will even, heaven forbid, Bury his wife and children. As the verse says about Yehuda, Thomas Bashua Ishus Yehuda, the wife of Yehuda died. This woman Bashua, the Gemir, etc. Uchsiv, and it also says Vayamas Er His two sons Er and Einan also died. Amr Rav Yehuda Marav. Rav Yehuda said in the name of Rav. Why did Yosef refer to himself? He says he says while he's still alive, he makes his brother swear, bring up my bones from here. So why does he refer to himself as bones even when he's still alive? He's referred to as bones because he did not object when his father's honor was put down. 
they said to him, Avdecha Avinu, your servant, our father. He didn't say to them anything. He could have said to them, Don't refer to him as my servant. Your father is not my servant, he's in a faraway land. And Why did Yosef die before his brothers? Because he's the one who took on himself to be a leader. So it seems that a person who's a leader dies young, heaven forbid. We continue now, right after the two dots. Yosef, who read Mitzrayim, back to the beginning of the story, Yosef was brought down to Egypt. Don't read it that he was brought down. Rather, he brought down. Because he brought down the great magicians of power from their greatness. It says that Potiphar, the eunuch of power, bought Yosef. What does it mean? Rav says he bought him for himself. He wanted to have Mishkav Zachar, he wanted to have relations with him. So Gavriel came and he cut off his male organ. Originally it says Potiphar, originally it says it male Potiphar, and in the end it says a female Potiphar, because he no longer had a male organ because he wanted to have relations with Yosef, heaven forbid. After the two dots, who's greater than Moshe Rabbeinu, etc. Hashem said to me, Moshe Rabbeinu is speaking, he said to me, Hashem, you have much. He spoke to others, he gave over tidings with the word Rav. This is reference to what he said to Korach and his whole group. They wanted to become great people. And Moshe Rabbeinu said to them, you have enough. So Hashem responded, when it was time to give him over tidings, he also said to him, you have enough. You can't go into Eretz Yisrael, God said. He said to Korach and his, and his whole group of followers, Rav Lachem, you have enough. Here he got the tidings that you have enough. What does it mean, Rav Lecha? Rav Yesh There's a new king. Umanu Yehoshua. Who's the new king that's going to take over for you now? It's Yehoshua. Davar Acher, another explanation. Rav Lecha. What does it mean you have enough? Shala Yaimru Harav Kamakasha. You have to stop asking now, says Hashem to Moshe, because people shouldn't say that look how tough this Rav, meaning reference to Hashem is, with Hamid Kamasarvan, and how much the student keeps asking and asking and asking. Why was Hashem so makpid? Why was He so careful, so medactic with Moshe Rabbeinu? He didn't let him in. But just because of the fact that He hit the rock, Tana Debei Rabbi Shmuel, in the yeshiva of Rabbi Shmuel, they learned, according to the size of a camel, that's how much you load him up. Meaning, Moshe Rabbeinu was a great, tremendous tzaddik, a tremendous righteous person. So Hashem was very careful with him, down to the T, down to the smallest hair's breadth. If he wasn't perfect, so then he wasn't able to go into Eretz Yisrael. The two dots, we continue. So Moshe Rabbeinu said to the people of Israel, I am 120 years old today. It wasn't necessary for him today to say the word today. So what was he saying for? Today my days and years have been filled. This teaches us that Hashem completes the years of the of the righteous from day to day and from month to month, meaning they live exactly down to the day. 120 years, that's how long he lived. He was born on the seventh day of Adar, he died on the seventh day of Adar. The verse says, The number of your days I will fill up. So Moshe Rabbeinu continued and said to the people of Israel, I can't continue to go in and out anymore. 
My Lord says for love, what does it mean? Maybe it means he was so old that he was no longer limber and agile. The verse says, He was 120 years old when he died. So he didn't lose any of his vibrance. And additionally, we find it says that Moshe Rabbein went up from the Arvis Moyev, from this place called Arvis Moyev, El Harnavoy up to the mountain of Nevo. Vitania, and we learned the Brisa, There were 12 steps. He was so limber that he jumped them all in one go. So we see that he was uh, certainly in shape. So what does it mean that he couldn't come in and come out? So Rashmul Bar Nachmeni says in the name of Rabbianisan, He wasn't able to come in and out of words of Torah anymore. This teaches us that the gates of wisdom were closed for him. Now the Gemara continues with the Pasuk, Moshe and Yoshua went and they stood in the tent of meeting. Tana, they, we learned, That Shabbos was a Shabbos of two friends. The rulership, so to speak, was taken away from this one, and given to this one. Meaning it was Moshe Rabbeinu's last Shabbos, and Yoshua's first Shabbos of leadership. Amr Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says, El Mali Mikra Kasuv, if not for the fact that we have this verse stated specifically, openly, Yashal Amr, we would be unable to say it. Hechan Moshe Meis, where did Moshe Rabbeinu died? Bechelka Shal Ruvain, in the portion of Ruvain, the Chsiv as the verse says, Vayal Moshe Me'aves Moyov, El Harnevoi. Moshe Rabbeinu went up from Aris Moab onto the mountain of Nevo. V'Navo Bechelkoi Shel Ruvain Kaima. It was in the portion of Ruvain. Dechsev as the verse says, Ubnei Ruvain Benoi V'Goymer Ve'es Nevoi. The children of Ruvain, they got this place called Nevoi. V'Goymer, etc. V'Hechan Moshe Kavar. Where was Moshe Rabbeinu buried? Bechelkoi Shel God. We find he was buried in the portion of God. Dechsev. V'Yar Reishis Loi V'Goymer. As the verse says, V'Yar Reishis Loi. You saw the beginning. How far is the distance between the portion of Ruvain and the portion of God? It's four mil. How did he get from one place to the other those four mil? That Moshe Rabbeinu was on top of the wings of the, of the Divine Presence. And the angels were saying, He did the righteousness of God and he did judgments with the, with the nation of Israel. Now that Moshe Rabbeinu is about to die, who's going to be the one who's going to help me, so to speak, to deal with these people who are rebellious, with those who are trying to do evil? Now, Ushmuel Amar, so the Gemara brings a number of different things that the Amoraim said in remembrance of the greatness of Moshe. Shmuel says like this, the Pasuk says in Kohelis, Who is like the wise one who knows how to find a compromise. Moshe Rabbeinu was the one who was the ultimate compromiser between Hashem and the people of Israel. Rabbi Yechanan Amar, Rabbi Yechanan says, Chachma Chachma comes from nothingness. And as we know, Moshe Rabbeinu was the Anu Mikol Adam. He was the one who made himself the most nothing. And therefore, he was the one who was able to bring down the Torah, the wisdom to the world. Rav Nachman, Amar Rav Nachman says, the Pasuk says, So what's the praise of Moshe? So Somalian Amar, Somalian said, According to some, the explanation of this is that Rav Nachman is bringing Somalian, Somalian was an angel, and he said that the great eulogy that they said about Moshe Rabbeinu was that he was the one who wrote down the Torah, because the Torah Shabbat has written up on Shemayim, this is the Marsha talking, those secrets are written, black fire upon white fire. However, the Torah Shabbat Ksav, was never written down except by Moshe, so that was his great praise. There are those who say that Moshe Rabbeinu did not die. It says over here, 
Vayamas Sham. The word Sham is used. He died there. Uchsiv Hasam, it says elsewhere, Vayahi Sham Im Hashem. He was there with Hashem. Malaholan Oimiru Mashamesh, just like over there, so he was serving Hashem. So, so too over here where it says where he died there, it doesn't mean he literally died, but rather he was still serving Hashem as well. Now the passage continues, Vayikvar Oisei Bagoy Be'eretz Moav Mul Beis Pa'or. Hashem buried him there in the land of Moav, across from the place called Beis Pa'or. Amar Barachia, Simen Betoich Simen. Hashem gave us a sign within a sign. Meaning we we have a very pinpointed location for where Moshe Rabbeinu was buried. Nevertheless, you can't find the place where he's buried. We'll see more about this in tomorrow's daf.